0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Father God, I thank you for another night here on prolific fire, God. I thank you for every listener, Lord God, whether they're listening live, God, or listening to the replay, God. I thank you for them, Lord God. I thank you for the impartation, God, that you're going to pour into their lives on tonight, Lord God, through your word, God, that your name may get the glory, God. Bless your people, Lord God. I thank you for everybody that's represented here, God. You know what they need, and I pray that they get it on tonight. In the name of Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Now let's get into it for tonight. The foundational text is 2nd Samuel verse 2nd Samuel chapter 4 verse 4 and 2nd Samuel Chapter 9 verses 1 through 10. There's 2 Samuel Chapter 4, verse 4, and Second Samuel, chapter 9, verses 1 through 10, from the NIV. Son of Saul had a son who was lame in both feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Israel. His nurse picked him up and fled. But as she hurried to leave, he fell. And became disabled. His name was Mephibosheth. The New Living Translation says, "As she hurried away, she dropped him." Again, that's Second Samuel four, verse four, from the, CIV, the CEV, verse four says, "Saul's son Jonathan had a son had a son named Mephibosheth. Who had not been able to walk since he was five years old. It happened when someone from Israel told his nurse that Saul and Jonathan had died. She hurried off with the boy, and in, in, in her arms, she hurried off with the boy in her arms. But he fell and injured his legs. Whether he fell or she dropped him, either way, he ended up injured and unable to walk. That's the bottom line. Second Samuel nine verses one through ten. This is all also a part of the foundational foundational text. <laughs> David asked, "Is there anyone still left?" Of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake. Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Zeba. They summoned him to appear before David. David and the king said to him, Are you Zeba at your service? He replied. The king asked, Is there is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba, Ziba answered, the king. There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? the king asked. Ziba answered, He is at the house of Machar, son of Amiel in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from Lodabar, from the house of Machar, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David. He bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at the service, he replied, Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belongs to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. And you will always eat at my table. But Phibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Zeba, Saul's servant, Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to form the land for him. And bring bring in the crops So that your master's grandson May be for, provided for And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master Will always eat at my table In tonight's foundational text We see that David was prepared to bless Mephibosheth Jonathan's son for the rest of his life But in order to do so He had to look past the insecurities Mephibosheth had about himself Insecurities that started from him being in an accident as a child and carried over into adulthood. In verse eight of Second Samuel chapter nine, Mephibosheth saw himself as a dead dog. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, "What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me?" It was it was as though. He had given up on himself, given up on ever being able to live above the place he was currently residing in. You see, Loderbar was considered a ghetto town. It was a slum. It was the bottom. Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth, was at the bottom, residing in a place of nothingness. And to make matters worse, it was there. He was there because of something that happened in childhood he was there because of something that happened in childhood childhood trauma is real y'all childhood trauma is definitely definitely real yesterday someone on my facebook news feed posted these words because god always has a word of a way of confirming his word i don't know this person personally and she don't know me but these are the words that she wrote. She said, even as a 67-year-old woman, childhood trauma still hurts, even, still hurts, especially if it wasn't addressed. She said, as a 67-year-old woman, childhood trauma still hurts, especially if it wasn't addressed. She had no idea what I was going to be ministering on tonight because we don't know each other. Yes, we're following each other on Facebook, but we don't know each other like that. God confirmed these words. I know somebody needs it tonight. Just receive what you need. Now, trauma is defined as a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Trauma is defined as a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. So, beloved, what happened to you? We need to address it so that you can heal from it. We need to address it so that you can heal from it. What is it that has affected you so deeply that it, that it it has left you scarred for life? What is it that has affected you so deeply that it, it has left you scarred for life? Remember the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But what about the things done to you? Hmm. That's Isaiah 54 and 17 from the New King James. Now, you know, I like to make you think on public fire. So think about that. The Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But what about the things done to you? Anyways, that's what we're talking about tonight. Something was done to McPvership, and even though it could be ruled an accident, losing his ability ability to walk at a young age, left McPship with some very real insecurities about himself as a man, losing his ability to walk at a walk at a young age, left McPvership with some very real insecurities about himself as a man, insecurities tonight's message. Tonight's message is insecurities.
2: Beloved, if I
1: asked you to explain to me why you are the way you are, could you pinpoint a time and a place where something happened that changed the way you see yourself? Maybe like Mephibosheth, you were involved in an accident early on in life. Someone else, maybe you weren't physically dropped the way Mephibosheth was. But maybe you were dropped off at a home that w- that was not your family's home. Maybe you were dropped off at a home that was not your family's home and left there, left to fend for yourself to grow up faster than most kids your age. You've seen too much as a child you've seen too much too soon, and it really has affected you. You grew up in the streets in the slums. people told you. You will never be nothing because of where you came from. So like Mephibosheth, you find it hard to believe that somebody will want to bless you. Yes, you. Somebody actually wants to bless you. But, beloved, God has plans to restore you. But, beloved, God has plans to restore you. He wants to restore the years back to you, all the years you lost, believing a lie. God wants to restore all the years back to you that you lost, believing a lie. The Lord says, I will repay you for the years that the locusts have eaten. I will repay you for the years that the locusts have eaten. Joel 2 and 25 NIV. Not only have people lied to you, but situations and circumstances have lied to you. Got you feeling some kind of way about yourself. Again, insecurities Truthfully, it doesn't matter where you came from Whether it's Bar or Los Angeles The slums or the suburbs God never attached a certain location to his blessings Hear me all tonight God never attached a certain location to his blessings To determine who would and who wouldn't be blessed He simply said, you are the head and not the tail The Lord will make you the head not to tell. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top. Now sometimes, you, the Bible says you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. There's Deuteronomy 28 and 13 from the NIV. And you know what? Since the Bible says that if you follow his commands, you will always be on the top and never on the bottom. You know what? And there's nothing people can do about it, but it's because God said He would He would make you the head and not the tail. Not people, the Lord would make you the head and not the tail. So whether you are in a lotter bar, a ghetto town, in the slums, or what looks like nothing, and what is considered the bottom, you're coming and you're going and still blessed. Hear me, you're coming and you're going and still blessed. You're still blessed. You are still worthy of being blessed whether you have a disability or not. You're still worthy of being blessed whether you have a disability or not, whether you look your best or not. Because Mephibosheth couldn't walk, and over the years, what he couldn't do, couldn't achieve, had really done a number on him mentally. Maybe that's what many of you struggling with, the things that you want to do, Right now in your life, you can't do for whatever reason, and it's getting to you mentally. But I came to make you think about some things on tonight and realize that the Lord is still capable of blessing you. He wants to bless you. He wants to restore you. Think about it. He saw himself as a dead dog. A dead dog is a dog that can't move, a dog that can't walk or do anything else for himself. Insecurity. But as a prophet of God, I decree and declare over your life tonight, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your livestock, the the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out the lord will grant the lord will grant that your enemies the lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you your enemies will be defeated before you. The Lord will see to it. The Lord will grant that your enemies will rise. Your enemies that rise up against you will be be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee flee from you in seven. They will come at you in one direction, but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your bonds and on everything you put your hand to. That's a good scripture for somebody in business. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord will, the Lord your God will bless you in the land He's giving you. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He's giving you. That's Deuteronomy twenty-eight verses three through eight NIV. That's a word for somebody. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He's giving you. Somebody like Mephibosheth. You are about to receive what belonged to your father and your grandfather. Generational wealth in spite of your insecurities. Say it again, Poverty Stacey. Generational wealth in spite of your insecurities. Amen. Amen. I pray that you receive this word on tonight. It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. If you're not saved, now is the time. Now is the time. Romans 10. Verses 9 and 10 tells you how to do that. Romans ten nine through 10 from the NIV says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So open your mouth and repeat after me. Jesus, I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you I believe with my heart that you are the son of God raised from the dead I need you, I want you as my Lord and Savior With the faith as little as I to see. I believe Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come, amen Now let me give you the announcement Announcements. If you feel led to so into this ministry, you can do so by going to the website. On the website, the website takes PayPal as well as credit cards, debit cards. If you feel led to sow, so if you don't, don't worry about it. If you feel led to, do so. It is com, or you can go directly to PayPal, paypal.me slash fire or use Cash App. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, prolific Fire. dollar symbol in prolific Fire. The P in prolific is capital, F in fire is capital. But remember, only if you feel led to. If not, don't worry about it. I thank God for those of you that have been sewing up Ask the Lord to bless you fold, according to your faith, be it unto you. Now, according to the according to the seriousness of the topics that the Lord always had me dealing with, the Holy Spirit led me to not open the phone lines anymore live on prolific fire and put people on the spot. Instead, He led me to do it privately. So if you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, just feel free to call me or text me at 865-408-8690. Again, the number is 865-408-8690 or email prolificfire at gmail.com. Also on the website prolificfire.com, you can send your prayer requests in that way as well. Some people do. Either way, it's gonna come directly to to me, and I promise you, I will get back to you as soon as possible. Or you can inbox me on Instagram at Property or DM me on Twitter at Politifier. Fire. Either way, if you need prayer or Bible based consultation, feel don't don't hesitate. Feel free to reach out. Feel free to reach out. Be sure to be back here Friday night for Faith on the Line will probably It's a time of prayer and encouragement, and the Lord is always in the midst. So if you don't reach out to me for prayer, y'all come back, and Faith on the Line, the phone lines will be open Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you called tonight. I see you. Thank you for being a part of the ministry on tonight. But call the number back on Friday. The number is 347-426-378. And for those of you on the phone lines, if you're wondering why I'm calling out the number, somebody's listening to me through the podcast and they can't see the number. So I'm giving them the number just in case they want to get off of the podcast and come on the phone lines next time. The number is 347-426-3782. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, then join me back here on prolific fire, same nighttime and place for another word from the Lord. Until then, everybody, everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. God bless.